Dave. Yes, that's so retrograde. Yes. Namaste and hello. Hello, friends. Sending you virtual love from so, our and and physical love too from our Zen Palace here in Los Angeles. The Zen wall, white wall. Just kidding. We're in the <laughs> office building in downtown Los Angeles, complete with fluorescent lighting. But hey, we still bring the good vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Who says you can't burn Palo Santo in fluorescent lights? <laughs> Who says that? You can actually, and we will. I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Simbari. And this is That's So Retrograde. Welcome to the show, you guys. Pretty Thanks excited. for tuning in. Are we excited? I am the most excited that I've been all day. We have a very <laughs> awesome guest on. We really do. Have you guys heard of Dr. Mirad? He's a legendary skincare guru slash doctor slash <sighs> wise, wise human being. He's a magical man, you guys. I'm not going to lie. He's, I got lost in his eyes a couple yeah, times. Yeah, so we're going to get to him. Lost in his aura. In a second, but just want to check in. How you doing? These wild times. You know, I'm just trying to stay conscious, trying to perpetuate love, raise my vibes, and bring high vibes into the world so we're not beaten down and lost in the tumultuous times that we're living in. Just meditating and just raising the vibes up, you know? I so know. That's all I feel like I can really do at this point. Yeah. And we did call the government today. We did. We just called the government. We left a message opposing Steve Bannon. And we also let them know that we love them regardless. Yeah. Which I feel like is important. Sending love. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. What's popping? Just, you know, like switching up the morning routine a little bit. Oh, yeah? What's going on? Well, you know, we've talked about this often about how as much as we love to crack open and promote the ideas of morning rituals. You and I are more of like loose vibes ladies. Super loose vibes in the morning. I feel like it's because we don't have a specific schedule. Right. It changes on the daily. Yeah. So what 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 are you working well, with? Well, I revisited the morning pages. Oh, I good. feel like I you know, it's so funny and I'm finding this with so many things is you can read about how things are going to help you. You can sign up for it like yeah I'm on board with that but you really can't force yourself to do it until you're ready so true. and with morning pages which is really just doing a mind dump writing three pages in the morning it as comes soon from as you wake up the artist way you the guys artist Julia way. Cameron's book and um I was really into the artist way and I was really stoked to get morning pages going and I just like could it so, it seemed like such a task and I couldn't align with it and mm. then Recently, it just found its way back to me, and I've been doing it every morning. And you know what really helped? What? An enjoyable pen to write with. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I could have told you that. That's the most important thing. The most thing. important thing. When, when like, a pen glides on the page, uh, it makes you feel like an artist. better. Yeah. So I actually, a pink highlighter with a fine tip is really what I've been working with on that. Wouldn't have guessed that, but um, sure, man. You, it Do makes my thing. hand feel nice. That's great. So morning pages, and then to that, I've... Finally, and I talked about this a few weeks ago, I finally, at the top of 2017, committed to a daily meditation practice. And how's it going? It's going great. So happy for you. But I do feel like it's um, it's waking up a lot of things. Like, you're not, I'm not feeling, like, fully zen. I'm feeling, like, and it, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with where we are politically and culturally, but uh, I, I feel as if there's a lot that it's stirring up versus just calming everything well because you're opening up to mm -hmm. listening to yourself and your awareness 
kind of you might have had dark corners that you were able to silence and now you're like oh wait oh, what, that's that over there, there and I have to explore it so it's all a journey and it's all good you know I kind of had a realization recently also about routine and stuff I went and I I had to go on an audition and then and I did like whatever I did that day was like I did my little writing and I went I took I take my dog for a walk every morning and I meditated and I just I was feeling really good and the audition went well and I had a good day and I was like cool whatever I did that day is definitely what I need to be doing every day and then I had to go back to that same audition the next day and I tried to replicate that day but because my energy of the new day was different mm. I went I got there and I was like in such a weird place and like not connected and not grounded and I just felt like so I felt like I had regressed like five years in terms of like my relationship to my own chill and connectivity and it really was like a wake-up call where it's like it's not about doing the same thing every day it's about every day listening to what you need to do that day and for me it really does come down to waking up in the morning just open opening my eyes and like just being awake and not doing anything for a couple minutes mm -hmm. like just Literally chilling in your own bed, letting the sunshine into your pupils. Like not picking up the phone. Not picking up your phone. Just like letting yourself settle into your body. And it's kind of miraculous the messages that you will receive if you're just like quiet by yourself for a second. Like you suddenly know what you have to do. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have to pay that bill today. I have to do that. It's not overwhelming or scary. It's just like giving me a mental map of what needs to happen in that day. And then I can approach it in the in the with the pace or the order that I see fit for where I'm at. And so moral of the story with the morning ritual, loose vibes. Loose vibes, you guys. Find it every day and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yes. But I do think finding one way to connect with yourself outside of yeah. the little tiny handheld computer and daily pressures is important. But whatever that looks like, it might just be a walk. Like mm -hmm. that can be the best thing you can do for yourself. And I will say my morning tonics are going on a whole other level. Yeah, your tonics have taken a, a trip to the moon. <laughs> They're like like do I open up a tonic bar? Is that what's the next move? I mean I I know I know a place we can do it. Yeah. So, so we should stay do that. tuned on yeah. that. Guys. <laughs> we might we might have a tonic bar in the next year or two. More you guys. on that. Um <laughs> really excited to have Dr. Murad on the show. Same. Legend. Uh, light. Light. And really just a leader in the Guide. dermatological space, yeah. some might say. Let's welcome him. Let's welcome him. Dr. Howard Murad, you guys. Welcome to the show, Dr. Murad. Fabulous to be here. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, we're thrilled to have yeah. you. We've only had like three boys on our show before. <laughs> oh my god! We've never really had like a man on our show before. No offense oh. to all the other men. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's awesome that you're here. We love your products. Well, thank you. Yes, and um, let's just jump right let's into it. Let's just jump shall right we? in. You have, are such a leader in in the skincare space for so long, and you have so much That's knowledge. Because I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm really young at heart. Of course. We sense that completely. So Murad has been a company for 28 years. Correct. Incredible. Tell us a little bit about how this came to be. Well, it's a long story. Okay. It's just a transition from one thing to another. Mm. I started out wanting to be a pharmacist, and then I decided I wanted to be a doctor and went to medical school, went to medical school. And then when I finished, I wanted to be a surgeon, but Uncle Sam decided he was going to send me to Vietnam and teach me how to be a surgeon. Wow. And that was too much for me, and I decided to go into dermatology and open my practice. And with my background as a pharmacist and as a doctor, I really started 
compounding or writing compounded prescriptions for my patients. And one thing led to another. I decided I would start my own business. And it was kind of strange at that time in 1989 for a doctor to start a business, but I did. And here we are. So when you say you compounded prescriptions? Well, I wrote prescriptions that were compounded. So at that time, there were things that were not available. If you had pigmentation, um, a lot of wrinkles, things like that, there weren't really anything available that you could buy over the counter so much. So I would write a prescription with adding ingredients together as a recipe, like a pharmacist gets. Right. And uh, have my patients go there to get it. And then I got involved with the alpha hydroxy acid, glycolic acid. Did a lot of research, did over, saw over 10,000 different patients with treating them with that. And then I decided, hey, this is a wonderful ingredient. I'm going to start a brand called Murad selling glycolic acid. I feel like there's a lot of uh, conflicting information on the acids. Like some people right. recommend it, some people are stay away from it. Yeah, well, it really, um, on almost anything in the world, it's not specifically the ingredient as it is other things about it. Mm. So, yeah, pure glycolic acid is very irritating. You wouldn't want to put it on your face. But if you have a formula that makes it less irritating, you get tremendous exfoliation. And um, it's, a, it's a standard, gold standard for exfoliation, actually. Exfoliation is a skin buzzword right now. Yeah, I've been told I need to exfoliate more. Well, not too much more. <laughs> <laughs> what more is okay? How often should one be exfoliating? It really depends. The older you are, the more you need exfoliation. So you don't need very much because you're too young. Thank you. So, <laughs> what happens? Your cells turn over more slowly, so you want to get rid of the dead cells that feel dry and hard. You don't want them on your skin, so you need to exfoliate more when you get older, when your skin's drier. Like how old? 92, 93. <laughs> <laughs> Start exfoliating in your mid-90s and you'll be good to go. <laughs> no, actually, everybody should do When you cleanse your face with a cleanser, you're exfoliating a little bit. So it depends on what you call specific exfoliation. Mm. But there are ingredients and products and the alpha-hydroxy acids are the sort of the gold standard for exfoliation. You hmm. adhere to a philosophy known as uh, connected beauty. What is that? We love connect connection. So Absolutely. Well, you know, the most important thing I could ask you as a question is, <clears throat> is your skin connected to your heart? And people say, mm, maybe. Well, it is, right? There are blood vessels in your skin, right? Mm -hmm. And they're connected to your skin. And that goes to the heart, your liver, and everywhere else. So in order to have the most beautiful, healthy skin, we have to have the healthiest body. Mm. And then there's one other fact that is obvious, is that as we get older, we become drier. If you look at your skin right now, uh, your skin's drier than it was 10 years ago, and it'll be drier still 10 years from now. So Ugh. hydration is a, is a factor. So how do we minimize the aging process in every cell in your body? Try to reduce the water loss. Where do you lose water? You lose water because you forgot to put on your sunscreen and you went out in the sun, it dried your skin. Mm. And again, remember when you dry your skin, you're drying underneath the skin in the blood vessels that go to the rest of your heart. So you're drying every cell in your body when you go out in the sun and wind, heat, cold, you know, things like that that damage you. Um, you don't eat well. You have fried foods and too much alcohol, things like that. You get dehydrated, so you ideally minimize that. I tell people, eat your water, because everyone mm. drinks water, 
and it's, I'm not against drinking water, but eating your water means eating raw fruits and vegetables. So what's the benefit of that? Any raw fruit and vegetable is at least 80% water. An ounce of, say, a cucumber is almost 100% water. But with a cucumber, you're getting roughage, you're getting vitamins and minerals, makes your body alkaline, resistant to cancer and bone loss, so you're getting that much more. So one step is making sure you put on good skin care. That's connected to everything else, remember? Number two, eating water-rich foods. Number three is exercising. Why is exercise good? Everyone says it's good for you, but people say, well, when I exercise, I sweat, and you do sweat. But you also build muscle, and muscle is 70% water. Fat is only 10% water. So the more muscle you build, the healthier you are, but also the more hydrated. And since I'm the only man here, <laughs> I have some, you guys are much more beautiful. You're much more intelligent than the oh, guys <laughs> and, and everything else. But I do have one thing that you don't have. Because if I drink the same amount of alcohol as you do, I have a lower a blood alcohol level than you do. Yeah. You know that. Why? Because women genetically have a little bit of a higher percentage of body fat than men, and there's less water in the fat to detoxify the alcohol. Filed under things I wish I would have known when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> I also have heard that, like, women, when they drink the same amount as men, it lowers their fertility, which is a different conversation. Well, yeah, well, alcohol's basically a little bit of a poison, you know, we know that, but it does have some other benefits. Yeah, <coughs> like fun, like, yeah, yes. just good times. But the most important one is what I call cultural stress, the stress of modern living. And what I noticed with my patients over the last uh, decade, decade and a half, is they were becoming in more angry, more upset, more downtrodden. And when I asked them what was the matter, it was things like, well, there's too much traffic. I used to be able to get here in a few minutes, and now it takes me a lot longer. Um, you know, I work, and my work is becoming much more difficult. There's so much more expected from me. And my home, everyone expects so much from me. And you know what? I've been spending hours and hours on my cell phone, and I didn't realize, and I'm just, I can't sleep, and I'm, I'm stressed. Well, the stress of modern living, the rules and regulations, the digital dependency, the expectations, all lead to a syndrome which I call the cultural stress anxiety disorder. And what happens here... Did you coin that yourself? Yes. I love that. that. One. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the cultural stress anxiety disorder. So what is it? You begin to try to be more perfect, which is impossible, because you look at the, in the internet, everybody is, you know, a 15 out of a 10, and you're only a 10 out of a 10. Well, what can you do, right? So um, you're not, you try to be perfect, then you begin to be hard on yourself. Uh, sometimes you begin jealous, to be jealous of other people and angry at other people. Um, you're not sleeping as well. And then what it leads to is something that's really dramatic, and I'm seeing that with my patients so much, is the loneliness. Mm. Because you're so isolated. You don't realize how isolated you are. We had all of our employees take a test. We asked them, how many hours are you on your, by yourself on your cell phone, your computer, or a TV screen? You could be with other people, but you're really by yourself. Mm. And the answer was 14 hours. Whew. Whoa. So what, what's happening is... For example, for me, I, you know, sometimes I want to go to a movie, but I say, you know, why should I? I have Netflix. I'll just sit home, and I don't have to go out. I don't worry. Maybe there's a terrorist out there. I don't want right. to go outside. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so real. And then there's, uh, like, that $25 movie ticket that yeah, you're like, what if I hate a, the movie? I know. Yeah. I get it for free. And you get all of the different shows. 
And then <clears throat> I'm hungry at three in the morning. I don't. I'm gonna order hamburgers delivered to me. Right. I don't want to go to the doctor. There's telemedicine. You know, I I don't want to go shopping. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah. So we become more and more isolated, and more and more lonely. Mm. So I think it's a major problem. So anyway, to talk about connected beauty, where we started. Connected beauty means everything's connected. You have to minimize your stress. You have to do your exercise. You have to eat your water, take better care of your skin. But the worst of all of them is this what I call cultural stress, the stress of modern living. Mm. And um, we've been working on that in the comp- as a company. And we have a social mission to reduce social isolation and loneliness mm. uh, because we think that in the end, of all the things we're talking about, I can't change the traffic. Traffic's going to be there. I can't change that you have 14 hours. You may have 16 hours to next year on your internet. But what I can change is your attitude mm. and encourage you, if nothing else, to have ways that you're you know, more likely to have touching, healing with other people. So as it stands right now, we're afraid to touch others because you're not supposed to. We're not, we, we text each other. We don't call them on the telephone even. We don't go visit them. So encouraging you at least to have, once in a while, go over and see your friend. Make a date and yeah. don't bring your cell phone with you and, and just enjoy the time together. We're forgetting how to talk to each other. And I see that in men much more than women. Women are normally much more social, getting along well. But guys, you know, you talk to them. I had a, um, an Uber driver. And I said, what do you do during the day? Well, he's an engineer. And he said, why are you driving? He said, you know, I sat at home by myself, and I don't know how to talk to people that much, but when I'm driving with my Uber, I have, I, it's easier for me to have a conversation. So I feel like I'm not so lonely so much. Aww. But I think people are, are more and more lonely if you really get close and understand. How are you seeing this increased isolation within humanity affecting people's skin? Well, okay, let's look at what happens. First of all, you're not sleeping so well. And again, remember, everything is connected. So when you're under a lot of stress, uh, what begins to happen, it gets back to water, too. Uh, The barrier function, which is the protection barrier of your skin, is diminished, and you begin to be more dehydrated. So your skin begins to get drier. You begin to have more dark circles around your eyes. You have fine lines. All of those are associated physically with that. We did a research on 40 different patients and we put a a test with them, a program that we did with them. All we asked them to do is look at 11 cards that I've created. One of them is like, forgive yourself. Another one is dance even when you can't hear the music. Mm -hmm. Another one is make the rest of your life the best of your life. Why have a bad day when you can have a good day? All of those kinds of things that kind of encourage the happiness. You're like a, a, a... Single woman's Pinterest page. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> we have a, you know, a book, Creating a Healthy Life book. We have over 400. Of, I have over 400 of those insights. Anyway, so we didn't ask them to change anything about their skin, what the treatment they were using or anything else. We took a picture before and after. Most of them, the skin looked so much better. There were a few that looked like they had Botox. Because you know when you're under stress, you kind of frown like this, and mm-hmm. you have more of these lines. And when they came back, they weren't so stressed. The blood pressure went down, as a matter of fact. So essentially, these positive affirmations affected the psyche, and then you're like frowning less. 
and well, it's not that you're frowning less. You may be sleeping a little bit better. Um, you're eating maybe a little bit better because we asked them to also journal, see what they were doing. And in the journaling, a lot of things about their behavior improved over time. When they began to feel better about themselves, uh, one of them, especially for uh, women and men too, be imperfect, live longer, one that most people really like. Um, and so they began to better take care of themselves. They felt better about themselves. Um, and uh, I think that was it. It wasn't just the one thing, it was a combination. Because one thing leads to another, just like we were talking about connected mm -hmm. beauty. When you feel better, you're going to do more exercise. You're going to eat better. You're going to remember to put on your moisturizer at night. All of those are going to help your skin get better, but it's also going to help the rest of you get better. It's all connected. Sure is. So This I, makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. I wanted to talk about um, two things. One would be, so just to straightforward skincare. Okay. What are like the basics of things that people should be doing or paying attention to in kind of in a routine type way? Let's say specifically women in their early 30s. Okay, anybody. Perfect. <laughs> including women in their... <laughs> I don't know why you would say that, but I totally agree. Well, women in their th early 30s, they're the most beautiful. So true. Know, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, the, for, it doesn't matter who you are. What we see, we live in Los Angeles. So there's pollution, there's smog, there's wind, there's heat, there's cold. So what we need to do, again, because you, your skin is connected to the rest of your body, and your skin itself is damaged by the heat, the cold, the wind, the sun. So it's important to put on your face products in a moisturizer that attract water to your skin that also contain agents that minimize pollution, that minimize sun damage and wind and things like that. There's a, a plant called a marubia plant that we put in our products. We have a product called City Skin that what it has is all of these, it's a moisturizer to use at night, but it has ingredients in it that minimize damage from pollutions, whether it's car exhaust, cigarette smoke, heavy metals, all kinds of things. Even blue light. I don't know if you know about the damage from blue light. What's blue light? Blue light is the light that's emitted from your computer. Oh. And... Four hours on your computer is equal to 24 minutes in the midday sun. No way. Mm. So we need to protect ourselves Damn. from blue light. And that's another thing. So Holy adding shit. all of that to your skin to protect it and then using anti-aging ingredients, you know, whether it's retinol or alpha hydroxy acids or the vitamins or the peptides. So look for, number one, protecting yourself from the damage that's causing the wrinkles. And number one, repairing the wrinkle. Well, you don't have any, but if you ever did, like so, is it retinol or or the alpha hydroxy? Well, because I feel like there's all these names that are being thrown at us, like not from you, but just from yeah. from people. Like you know, do this. That'll be the thing. Like, what are the most important ones? There is no one thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I use a combination. I think it's important because some things are good for one, some for others. So, uh, you know, they're all good. They're also good in the in the right formula. So, you know, one of the things about the formula and the recipe, you know, as a pharmacist, Rx, that stands for recipe. And, oh. it's, and making products is also a recipe, what ingredients you put in your formula. So <clears throat> if we think about a formula, and let me ask you, what's your favorite food? If you had your choice of any meal you wanted, what would it be? Like a pesto pasta. Uh. Pesto pasta, okay. <laughs> so 
The pesto is really what makes it, right? Absolutely. Okay, so you had the very, very, very best pesto you could buy. You went to Italy, and it cost you thousand dollars for a gram, right? It's so good. <laughs> that pesto okay. better get me so high. <laughs> so, okay, but then you get the pasta, and you put it in the oven for four hours, and, and then the, the pesto was on top of it, and you added salt, like a pound of salt on it. How good would it be? No. Not very good. Don't do that. So, but, so that's what I'm saying. It's not just the ingredient. Right. So the right amount of pesto right. with the best pasta, cooked exactly the right amount of time, with the right other seasoning you want to put in, and also what you might add to, the, to that. So beside the pesto pasta, you might want a nice salad. You might want a little piece of shrimp or something like that. So that's what's the whole thing. It's a whole package. It's like right. somebody looking at you. And they say, oh, she's beautiful, but is she nice? Is she going to treat me well? Am I somebody that will be important to her? All of those are important to somebody. It's because you know, there's different parts to all of us. Right. And it's that whole package, just like the products that you right. put on your skin. So what's your take on lasers right now? I'm seeing <clears throat> so much, so many offerings in that department in cosmetic dermatology, and it seems like it's becoming more and more mainstream? Well, you know, what we're seeing more and more, people are very anxious to have a quick fix and have everything done very rapidly. So there are many, many fillers or new fillers every day, new lasers every day. And they have a place because you get immediate gratification or almost immediate gratification using it. But in the end, it's only temporary in my mind I'm not against it for my patients, but I recommend to them at least begin to take care of yourself by this connected idea that sure. I'm talking about, where you're eating better, doing your exercise, trying to get more sleep. Because regardless of what all those do for you, if you're not sleeping, you're still going to have dark circles in your eyes. Your skin can, is still going to be drier. Yeah. So we need, again, the other, and, and it's unfortunately not as easy. You don't get immediate gratification, but... But still, it's more it's sustainable. Yeah. And then what's your take on the advancement of fillers and Botox now? Again, they're fabulous. I can see the difference with people who use them. I personally have never given anybody a, a, a Botox shot. Uh, and I've seen over 50,000 different patients. But it's not that. It's just my philosophy is to try to get you, genetic, not genetically, on, on your own to be the best you can be. And then you can add all of that. But if the only thing you're doing is the fillers and the lasers, it's you are going to look better, but you, but I still want you to sleep better. I still want you to eat better. I still want you to do your exercise and use your moisturizer. Right, you're kind of like sending your me a message to your body and your brain that you don't need to take care of yourself if you, if you do that yeah. just one level quick right. fix. What about like chemicals in, I feel like, a lot of things that we talk about are, are products that we try are all natural products with no chemicals and everything's a chemical. Yes, yeah, water so can is we a talk chemical. About H2O that a is bit. a chemical. <laughs> you know, that's like that's like the hip thing now where it's like chemical free, paraben free, like toxin free. Right. Yeah. Only ingredients you can pronounce. And it's like, well, well what is you know, the benefit <clears throat> of that and is it real? Well, I first of all, again, with me, I like to look at the whole package. So if there's a peptide, which is obviously not natural, it's a chemical. What's a peptide? A peptide is a chemical, to your point, that's sort of manufactured. We, there are 
peptides that encourage your skin to gen regenerate itself more rapidly. There are ones that help minimize uh, collagen reduction. There are different agents. Each one does its own specific function. Okay. And you many different ones you could put in your formulas. So those are things that are new agents that are able to work on your skin that make a difference. Um, there are um, different forms of vitamin C. We use vitamin C in some cases by itself, but it has to be stable so it doesn't turn brown. So it can't be in a solution. But there are vitamin C types that are in solution, but they're not vitamin C itself. It's a version of vitamin C that's manufactured. I used a like, vitamin C serum and I had a really bad reaction to it. Yeah, again, you know, I, I think it's not just that ingredient. It's You have to look at the whole package. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, my, my opinion is, yes, you can only go so far with natural because it's you're only limited to what you can put in the formula. And there's new science and new ways to develop new things that are working. But what about the philosophy that, like, when you put a chemical on your skin, it's like your skin is the biggest organ of your body and you're absorbing... Like, how do you avoid the bad chemicals, I guess, if, if that's even a real thing? Well, hopefully there's no bad chemical in the formula that you're, you know, that you're using. Right, yeah. but there probably are in some beauty products, like cheap ones. I'm not, that's, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm not speaking for anyone I know with ours, but I can't imagine a manufacturer wanting to put something that's going to be deleterious to your skin uh, in their formula. What's your take mm. on facials? I love Should facials. we be getting them? How often? <clears throat> okay, so going back to cultural stress, the healing power of touch. And mm. again, we get less and less touch. So you get this energy from the esthetician, um, and your skin is glowing. And in many of my the, the people that I speak to, their best friend is their hairdresser or sure. their facialist. Yeah, you because you live in L.A. No, <laughs> but you live in L.A. But you can talk to them. Yeah, right? and you and they they keep your secret and they remember all about you. And you have a whole hour when you're spending with them, and they treat you like royalty. So that's there's so much more to facial than facial. But I love people getting facials, massage, hair, nails. I think. Uh, getting those services have so much more to offer before besides the obvious. So yeah, you you know how often you should go if you can afford it. You should go every week. Why not? Uh, but it depends on your needs. You know, if you have some breakouts or you're worried about pigmentation, you should maybe have to go more often get a series. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, the 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 more you can afford, the better. Interesting, you say that. For me, I feel like I need a monthly facial, or else I get really clogged. Um, but it's, it seems really hyper-indulgent. It isn't. You know, who's the most important person in the world? Me. Right. <laughs> so what does she deserve? Everything. Absolutely. I agree with ever. you. <laughs> All right, I love Can that. Can we go back to my childhood and implant that somewhere? <laughs> so considering your years of experience within the industry as well as your position at UCLA, what are you most excited right now about in terms of the advancements that are going on within dermatology and, and the industry itself? Well, me personally, it's about this cultural stress because I've been studying it for the last 15 years. I actually coined the term cultural stress. 
wrote a book called Conquering Cultural Stress. What's it called? Conquering Cultural Stress. I'll send you one. By oh, Dr. Yes. Mary. Yeah. And cool. we can put we that, on, that. Our, on our website. We have a whole section for uh, guests' books. And oh, we'll great. add it and, on there. And, uh, and Creating Healthy. I'll send you the two. That cool. Awesome. But, so to me, understanding the connection of everything. So your skin is connected to everything. It's not an isolated agent of your body. It's everything is connected. <clears throat> and especially reducing the stress of modern living, which is going to get worse and worse over time, and how we deal with it is going to make a difference. So how do you personally reduce your, your stress and connect in your own life? You know, I, I was fortunate because I picked good parents. <laughs> And um, it's a very Eastern way of presenting (laughs) that. (laughs) And and I, you know, I just um, I I sleep. I don't let things bother me so much. Um, And the one thing, again, going back to water and everything else, you had the most water when you were young. You were born with 75 percent water. If I measure it, the two of you would be about 50 percent water, each of you. Um, So we get drier as we get older. But if, I remember, if you remember what you were like when you were a toddler, what are some of the behaviors that you had as a toddler that you don't have anymore? So you walked into this room as a toddler, and you saw so many things that you don't see now because mm. you, were, you were very inquisitive. You wanted to know, what's this? What's that? You didn't know, but you weren't limited by what everybody told you. Uh, if I gave you coloring paper and crayons, where would you color outside the line? Society forced us to color inside the line. Now we have a box when we were three years old, and that box becomes narrower as we get older. Mm. You didn't have to be perfect. You were playing in the mud, and you got mud on your clothes. Did it bother you? No, you didn't care. Did you measure yourself? Did you care about how tall you were or short you were or how other people were? Probably not. But then over time, society limited us and limited us. We got drier and drier. And we got to try to be more perfect. We begin to be hard on ourselves. Mm. How do we become less hard on ourselves? So one of my insights that I was telling you about is dance when, even when you can't hear the music. You know, in the past, I can't dance because the music's not on. I can't do my math because my teacher didn't teach me. My second grade teacher was a bad teacher, so now I'm never going to college. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but those are the things that, those attributes we begin to get as we get older. And if we can return to the toddler that we were, we'd be so much more happy. And it's easier said than done. And you do have to do your work. You can't just say, I'm not going to do it perfectly. But but there are times you don't have to be perfect. You know, it's okay if today you put on your lipstick or you, you know, you went out in older clothes or, you know, and, and not worrying about what others, who other people, what they're doing or who they are or judging them or judging yourself either. So you're kind of talking about like cultivating an awareness and catching yourself in order to remove the obstacles that create that stress. Yes, and, and it's not that easy. It's, right. It's, it's, and, and there are certain things that you can do, little things, I found these affirmations, I call them insights, that I've given to my patients. I have a pack of 11, and and I have over 500 of them, but I picked 11 because no one's going to look at 500. (laughs) (laughs) And just look at them twice a day um, has a remarkable difference in their life because it encourages this, keeps going in your mind. Be imperfect, live longer, forgive yourself. The best is yet to come. You just have to let it enter. Why have a bad day when you can have a good day? All of those things together, 
and you, you, what I've also found is everybody sees them in a different way. So, for example, you gave me this to see. It's a sticker. And a sticker, and I see two women here. One is blonde, and the other one's dark hair. And I can't tell, looks like black, but could be brown. <laughs> looks brown to me, but... <laughs> but <clears throat> and, and if you sell this picture to 10 people, they will have a different look at it. Mm -hmm. So allow the unique you to blossom because everybody, want, every one of us is uniquely different and we try to be like everybody else. We try to emulate everyone and you can't. You will never be Lady God Rocks, whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> and Lady you don't want to be. <laughs> yes. You don't want to be like Lady God Rocks. You want to be the best you. And, right. and again, we always try to emulate and why not try to be the best you? You have so much more than anybody else has. You don't mm -hmm. realize it, but you do have so much more in your own way. You may not realize exactly what your potential is because we kind of limit ourselves sometimes, but everybody's potential is a lot more than they have. I mean, I do something. We can't show it on this radio, but... Um, so I, I draw a, a squiggle swiggle, and I say, what do you see? What do you see? I see a circle with some squiggles in the center. Okay, what do you see? A golf course. Okay, but <laughs> see, now I like that because what you saw is the whole page, all the white space. Most people just focus on the squiggle. The squiggle is what most people think is their potential, but the white space is really your potential. Mm. And so if you allow that, you know, have big, flexible dreams with no limits so your potential will have no limits. Those are the kinds of things that we begin, as we get older, we begin to not have those dreams. And we should. They're, and I don't care how old or young you are, you should have those dreams. You should be like that toddler that she didn't know that she couldn't be the president or the, I don't know, whatever she would want to be. Um, but over time, we begin to limit, and we shouldn't because we have so much more potential that we know. Love You're that so reminder. You're so much more we than a skincare that. expert. Yeah. I want you to just be with us all the time. But okay. I do <laughs> want to go back to to the Murad products because they carry them all over at Sephora. You have a shop here on Third Street that I drove by yesterday. Um, what's your favorite product right now that you guys have? Um, you know, I I use everything, and I have some new products that are coming out later. So, uh, But of the one is... Gee, I'm trying to think of which one. I, if I just pick one. So only because I'm older than you, but I like this rapid collagen. Mm -hmm. And uh, you put it on your skin, and it has some really great peptides, and it feels great, and it helps firm the skin. Great. But then the retinol one that you just, showed, you just got out, that's yeah. fabulous too. Uh, you mentioned collagen. What are your thoughts on the drinking of collagen? You know what? It, it doesn't help. Uh, really? Yeah. Hear that, Stephen. Hear that. Uh, okay. Because we are having <laughs> a lot of why. people <clears throat> okay. what is preaching collagen? the good word of this. Yeah. Collagen, when you ingest anything, your body breaks it down to its parts, right? Mm. So Digestion. collagen is a piece of meat, you know, or a piece of chicken or fish or beans or whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's a little complicated, but there is a cell in your body that makes collagen, its own collagen. What it needs to make its own collagen is good amino acids, which could be from the collagen that you're eating. 
but you also need B vitamins, trace minerals, and something, it's a complicated word, called glycosaminoglycans. Glucosamine is a form of that. Uh, our body makes glucosamine, in, and as we get older, it makes less of it. So it needs all of those to make our own collagen. Putting collagen on our skin or eating collagen, eating collagen is like eating a piece of meat. But if you wanted to build your own collagen, which is the only way you can get more collagen, you need glucosamine, or I like whole grains that have a shell, uh, just like glucosamine comes from the shell of sea animals. Good protein. There are several um, amino acids that are very important for us, a combination of them together. Well, you can take them as a supplement or you eating good protein. Uh, B vitamins, trace minerals, so one-a-day vitamin with B vitamins. Um, those will build your own collagen. Unfortunately, after age 25, we lose about 1% of our collagen every year. And during the first, this is years from now, first few years of menopause, women lose about 25% the first three years of menopause of their collagen. That's why immediately the skin gets thinner and drier. Mm -hmm. uh, and ways to help. they have cheekbones. Yeah. And one, the way to minimize that is actually eating well um, and eating the foods that we know help your own body produce its own collagen. Interesting. Oy. Good to know. Dr. Murad, we love you. Yeah. Love you. Thank <laughs> you so much. It's important to note that on murad.com slash retrograde, you'll get $10 off your $50 purchase with the code retrograde. Oh, my gosh. From now until go 228. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Something you're dying to share? Something we haven't asked you? Just anything. Um, you know, if I could give anybody a gift... Yeah. It would be, you know, one of those uh, insights. Allow the unique you to blossom. Mm. Uh, be thrilled with who you are. Remember to wear your crown. All of those things, I think if we could hear that every day ourselves, we would be so much more successful in our life, whatever that meant. Ugh. Thank you so I much. I want to cry. <laughs> and tell us the names of your books again so we can shout those out. Conquering Cultural Stress. Mm-hmm. And the other one that's really good is The Water Secret and uh, Creating a Healthy Life. Wonderful. Are you and on the alkaline water train? I think alkaline water is good for you, but the way to get the best alkalinization of your system is eating more raw fruits and vegetables. Because okay. there are certain foods that tend to make your body alkaline. Mm -hmm. And when you're eating those good raw fruits and vegetables, it's healthier for you in so many ways. Yeah. So uh, alkaline water... When you make your body alkaline, um, you're resistant to cancer and bone loss. And the way to measure how alkaline you are is, and you could tell, you know, let's say a day you go out at night, you eat a lot of, drink a lot of alcohol and heavy foods and things like that. When you wake up in the morning, the first urine that comes out, you, there's litmus paper. I don't know if you've heard of litmus paper. Yeah. It measures your, SP, uh, your um, pH. pH. <clears throat> so your pH will be low. It will be less than 7 because it's acidic. Another day when you've slept well and eaten just some raw vegetables and calm and relax, measure your urine when the first urine that comes out in the morning, and you'll see it's more alkaline. The more alkaline your, your body is, theoretically, the more resistant you are to cancer and bone loss. Not mad at that. <laughs> 
So much information. Eat your, eat your water. Eat, eat our water. water. Thank you so much, Dr. Mirad. It was a pleasure to have you on the show today. Great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Yes, that's a retrograde. It's time for listener mail. What? I'm so upset I left my fucking sound effects uh, machine in the car. You guys, next week. Next week, sound effects. It's coming. And they won't be just Stephanie chewing. We'll have more. <laughs> um, so this question comes from Emily. She says, quick question. What do you recommend for B12, B-complex, and folic acid supplement? We're actually getting a lot of questions about supplements lately. We went a little bit into it when we did our first Instagram Live last week. But Steph, I defer to you because you are the supplement queen of this relationship. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so as far as a B complex, what you're looking for is I like um, Thorn Vitamins. It's pronounced. It's spelled T H O R N E. It's a really high uh, grade of vitamin. And what you're looking for in that complex is the activated forms of the B vitamins. You want folate instead of folic acid, and you want methylcobalamin for your B12 instead of cyanocobalamin. So that should pretty much cover everyone who doesn't have a methylation problem. You should be able to get the most highly absorbed activated bees that you need from a bee complex by Thorn or another comparable company that has folate, not folic acid, and methylcobalamin. You do not want folic acid and you do not want cyanocobalamin. Cyanocobalamin is a not activated form of B vitamins and most people will just pee that out. Um, and then if you want an additional B, just B12, not B-complex, even though your B-complex will have B12 in it, a good way to get your B12 is sublingually, which is the kind that you put under your tongue because mm-hmm. um, that goes directly into your bloodstream and doesn't have to go through your digestive system. So is that like a dissolved tablet or like a tincture? Both. Okay. So the one that you have, the, the vegan liquid, safe. you should be holding that under your tongue yeah. for like 30 seconds. Or I take... You can see them right here in this little bag. Can you guys see it? Can you guys see them? They're little tiny red dots, and you put them under your tongue until they dissolve. Yeah. So, um, again, methylcobalamin is what you want, or um, adenosol is another kind of B vitamin, but just stay away from cyanocobalamin. It's not going to do anything for you. And, again, folate supplement over folic acid, but I feel like unless you have, like, a methylation issue that you're seeing your doctor for, a B complex should pretty much cover it for you. Thank you, Stephanie. And we'll have links to these on the website. Mm -hmm. Um, Keep the questions coming. We love hearing from you guys. Or you can get B12 shots. Right. If if you guys are really into, like, getting all amped up and and suited up there. But those are an investment. Well, I mean, sometimes. So you can usually find a place for, like, $25. Get it, like, once a week, once a month. Yeah. Guilt City that. But again, if you're going to group on your B12 (laughs) shots, make sure that they're not doing cyanocobalamin because it's not going to do anything for you. Okay. Just so you know. Thank you, Dr. Simbari. Guys, until I, next I'm time. here for it. Watch Love a doctor's going to write in and be like, she's so wrong. <laughs> I'm like, well, listen, I've known the one without the medical degree here. Right. So I'll <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know what time it is. Is it time for Roses at the Heart? I guess so. Woo-hoo. Play that jingle. <laughs> Roses 
Okay. I just sounded like the hype man to the jingle. You did. I liked it. I liked it so much. Remake. I'm the Jay-Z of this podcast. Um, And you're the Beyonce because you're pregnant with twins. Thank you. You weren't supposed to tell people yet. Oh, she's pregnant with twins. Just kidding, guys. (laughs) Um, Okay. So for the roses. Luckily, amidst the thorny state of our country, Mm -hmm. there's some roses to be had. Such as medical, marijuana. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) how'd you know? I just had a feeling. Um, So I've lived in Los Angeles for nine years and have never gotten a medical marijuana card recommendation. Well, Uh, you didn't need one because you had a weed guy living next door to you. I do have a marijuana guy living across the street from me. And he's a real trip of an experience. And that's a story for another time. So true. We've got stories, guys. But, um, and then I was getting, like, this guy delivering to my house, which was even better. I love delivery. Yeah, so... Just never really needed it, but uh, I... Sorry, it was just too convenient for me to get weed. I never needed a card because that just seemed like too much of an effort. (laughs) But then, you know, I thought, let's put in the effort. And really what drove me to this is I've been exploring CBD and that as a healing modality for relaxation and mood elevation and whatnot. And we're actually going to be doing a show about that this coming month, which we're so excited about. Yes. But uh, I digress. Anyway, hellomd.com. If you're in California or anywhere else in which you can obtain a marijuana recommendation, this is the move, you guys. Myself and two of our other girlfriends all used it this past week. It cost $39, but I Googled, as I always do anytime I make an online purchase, I Googled promo code, and I found a $10 off promo code. That's so cheap. Yeah, so it was $29. Yeah. I filled out the form, and then I Skyped with a doctor. Shut up. Yeah. And she was so knowledgeable, and we spoke about CBD in particular and finding your dosage and how you should always have, like, a little bit of THC within the CBD because then it will activate. So for me, yeah, I love a – there's a – Lord Jones, we're going to – I'm so excited to have them on the show, this amazing edible company. They make a product that's uh, – an edible that's a 5-milligram CBD to 2-milligram THC. If I take a bite of one of those, like midday, I just feel really relaxed and like kind of gets over those midday blahs. I love the world that we're living in where it's like it's totally okay to have like a midday bite of weed. Yeah, but you don't get high. It just get But even if you did. Euphoric. Yeah, whatever whatever <laughs> you are. But anyway, so it was a super seamless exciting exciting website to go on it took 10 minutes it was so easy it wasn't intimidating I felt really intimidated by it um it was great highly recommend um maybe we'll have more information on them in episodes to come I can't wait for it uh when the weed people come on do we get to smoke the weed with them or eat it whatever they give us hopefully whatever they give us I'm gonna have it yeah immediately immediately of course why not um the only reason why I don't eat Lord Jones edibles every day is because I don't have any (laughs) (laughs) well that's kind of why I got the card because I was like I really found something I love do they have like a subscription service where every every week you just wake up with a fresh box they might I need I'd get into that I'm for sure down we'll we'll have more on this (laughs) another time I have other roses but I think we should go back and forth okay so my well, we have a collective rose. We do. Which is um, Roast Battle on Comedy Central. Did you guys watch it? Did, Did you, you guys see watch the billboard? It? Did you guys see us there? We were there the whole time. Um, so awesome. Sitting, okay, so our friend Brian Moses, who's just dear friend to both of us, used to live on my couch. He started doing the show at the Comedy Store a couple of years ago. How many? Three, four years no, ago? No, it was like three, yeah. two and a half, three years ago. And basically what it was and is, is a 
rap battle style sh- thing between two comics, but with jokes. So it's like Eight Mile, but with jokes. Right. And um, it just grew and evolved, and Jeff Ross became involved, and he kind of became the moderator, and Roast then Master General. Yeah, and then over time, there was interest from. television people and finally it's now in its second season on Comedy Central and we I just you know what is the rose about it number one just the love that is roasting you know like the way that they insult each other and go deep but also it's just done with such joy and you gotta hug hug it out afterwards it's this beautiful like great perversion of our culture and like this dope healing way and also just like to watch someone that you love grow something from the ground up and like stick with it like throughout the process of the roast battle becoming a tv show there were so many roadblocks and so much drama and so much just nonsense because it's hard to get things off the ground and brian just literally kept his head down and kept doing it and have faith in the concept and now it's i feel like a phenomenon like i'm obsessed with it and it was so funny and just like we met Snoop Dogg. I mean, there was a lot of great moments that <laughs> a happened. Lot of um, but yeah, so that's my rose is yeah. just like watching people you love continue to stay committed to their vision and then watching it materialize. Yeah. Is to witness the journey, like to, from going to like Tuesday nights when there was literally 12 people yeah. in the audience yeah. to the show has become so big within LA and the comedy scene, but then for it to. It's a, it's a movement around the country. I mean, there's the roast battles in. Every city, basically. At um, San Francisco Sketchfest, they had a parody of it called The Boast Battle, and it was people complimenting each other. And I was like, you know you've made it. That's how when, when there's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so exciting. It was so, it was beautiful to witness. Yeah. Definite rose. Yeah. Also, what I'm witnessing right now, I think that there's like something funny within, and I don't know if this is a segment or what, but like with all the turmoil that we're experiencing within our country right now, like there's these funny little things that I'm noticing are like, oh, well, because of that, there's actually, I'm actually enjoying this. Like what? um, The view is good again. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like they actually have something to talk about. It's very interesting to, like I actually care about hearing these different women's opinions. And I also, Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg are such goddesses. Yes. Manifest destiny. And, you know, I was watching it and they're just... It's just interesting to hear them talk because they actually just have shit to talk about I mean, right Whoopi's now. Whoopi's like my spirit animal. I'm just exactly. like everything you say I want to say. Like correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't you say that uh, – I would say that you're the Whoopi to my Joy Behar. <laughs> Without yes. a doubt. I, I believe that to yeah. be true. Like that's I want us. It to be true. That's us 100%. <laughs> but also, um, you know, I think we're all just so stirred up to get – informed and so like these shows that are you know traditionally pretty fluffy are kind of actually like bringing the heat in a really entertaining way but I can't watch The View in the morning I have to watch it at night because it gives me too much anxiety which is hilarious because she has like fucking C-SPAN on during the day (laughs) and she's like that doesn't give me anxiety I've been watching CNN but I will say someone had asked this on our uh, Instagram live of what we're watching lately Roast Battle obviously now the view off obviously but I'm Nashville really on CMT. Right. I'm really appreciating <laughs> so what um, Vice News is putting out there every night. They're doing a news show and it's very much for like a Snapchat generation and how it's edited and they're they're always just delivering great content. But if you guys haven't gotten on board with that, they're doing a nightly show and it's really providing a lot of 
information as to what's going on in our climate right now. That's awesome. I have another rose. Yeah. I have two more, but we'll just breeze right through them. Yeah. First one is, you guys, I got eye surgery. Yay! <laughs> just thought I'd let you know. I know everyone's really keeping up and, like, journaling, like, Steph's <laughs> eyes not still better, and it's, like, it's so stressful for all of us. But, wait, I want to take pause on that one second because it's funny because we, as much as we talk about your eye, I don't know if we've ever talked about exactly what it was. Right. Guys, it was a chalazin, which is, like, an infected tear duct, which I learned then just turned into like inflamed tissue mm-hmm. and, and abscess with fluid. That's why it wasn't going down. I know the words are not the best, <laughs> but whatever. It's gone now. I'm missing a whole row of eyelashes. I might be a mutant, but I might have special powers. So stay tuned. Point is, surgery one is done. So excited. Literally, I was grinning. The doctor's like, I've never seen someone smile so big to get a surgery. I was just like, I have done everything humanly possible to heal this, and I'm so happy that you're cutting it out of me. I know it's irritated, so it feels like omnipresent on your face, but it's really not noticeable right now. That's nice. It's still kind of swollen, and I think there is still some like inflammation going on, but we're getting there, guys. It's, we're, we're almost through it. And to that health tip... Yeah. I've been feeling like I need to track my period. Um, mm. I My flow has kind of changed a bit in as I've progressed in age. Um, and Alyssa Vitti, one of our previous our guests, girl. just launched an app. We mentioned it last week. And I've tried it now. Yeah. And it's so awesome. So what it is is you tell – you put the date of your last period and then – the app lets you know what their, what phase of menstruation if you're that you're in. I'm not sure if you guys remember from that episode, but she explained that just because you're not bleeding doesn't mean you're not in your cycle. And there's four phases of your cycle. And in each different phase of your cycle, you're going to be experiencing different physical symptoms, different mental symptoms, and there's all these different kinds of things you can do to harness whatever energy is going on during that point of your cycle. And she really launched this app as like a manifestation tool so that you can know best practices of taking care of yourself during the phases of your cycle. Like I found out I was ovulating and then there was like there's a social component of the of the app and what I'm supposed to do that night was you like tweet out that you're ovulating. Yeah. Yo, I'll put <laughs> someone put a baby in me. No. Was just go have fun. And I was like, I do feel social tonight. And so it was like I I would encourage myself to follow my own impulse because I knew that it was actually coming from like mm-hmm. a place physiologically. Place. Yeah, and like foods you should eat. Just it's really awesome. The name of the app yeah. is My Flow. My Flow and it's on Android and iTunes and it's I mean, Alyssa's such a light and the information that she's putting out into the world is so important. I mean, it's one of those things that it's like why aren't they teaching us this in school? So, okay, I'm still ovulating. Working in your flow. Communication and collaboration flows this week. This is the week to present ideas, pitch, self, negotiate, and work in teams. Now's the time to ask for a raise because heightened communication skills make it easier for your message to be received. Beautiful. Like, who Thank wants you. to give me the money? But, like, it's awesome. And then you can schedule it and you give yourself a calendar update and then your calendar goes off and is like, hey, don't forget to have a meaningful conversation with someone you love today. Sure thing. I love it. It's so, great. So thank you so much. Alyssa. My flow app. Yeah. It's a dollar ninety-nine. Well worth it. Very, very well worth it. And what else? Oh, I just wanted to make note we had a event here in LA scheduled with Modo February twelfth. It got postponed. More on that to come. And you can check out all of our events that are coming, including our talk at South by Southwest. Yes. Um, on our events page Yay. on that's so retrograde.com. Did we do thorns? So. We're feeling 
the thorns, how are you guys feeling? I would like to acknowledge, and this is something that that was so cathartic last night, was we sat around with our group of friends and had a really honest conversation about how we're feeling right now and how anxiety and stress is is coming up and it's a universal thing and it's okay to acknowledge that that that's what we're experiencing. Um, something that Pete, who we were talking to, said was um, when we we're seeing all these different things that are triggers for us that seem indecisive or the wrong decisions. And then when we're trying to process this in our brain, this becomes something of like, think of any time you're trying to make a decision and when you don't feel like you can make that decision, anxiety is stirred up. So I just want to acknowledge that I've been feeling that. It was very helpful to hear that the people I love were also going through that. Yeah, I want to add to that. Like, it was so incredible just, you know, I feel as though we all have this, like, heightened desire to gather and communicate and be like, how can we, what are we supposed to do in this time? But we never really, like, directly organize a social event around that. It be, the conversation is like a byproduct of a party or whatever, and you find yourself in these smaller conversations with maybe one-on-one, two-on-one but last night it was just like literally seven or eight of us sitting around in a circle just discussing how we feel in these in in these times and what we feel like we can do and how we feel like we can add to it and make a change or or bring higher vibes or more consciousness or like exactly what you can do to be an activist or just to deal with it on any level and so highly recommended just getting a couple of your friends together and sitting around in a circle and being like acknowledge what's, what's up going on and how are, how are we feeling feel and, and what can we do and how can we work together and I mean that's where it starts and it, it was we all walked away and we're like wow we haven't like done that and probably for like in a group of people when's the last time you really opened your heart and shared mm-hmm. like that men and women too because a lot of not our gathering politics yeah like it wasn't about politics but it became just about right. like society at, at at large and all this stuff no i mean like we often have like a share circle but to really hone in on like what's going on in the world around us right now and and bring in like our our the consciousness that we have in most conversations yeah. but applying it to the duress that's going on around us it was amazing yeah. so we encourage that's not really a thorn but do it it's a byproduct of the thorn. Yeah, like the thorn has a rose, and that's Every nature. Rose <laughs> has its thorn. It's the other yeah. way around. All right, I'm always singing. All right, well, <laughs> our friends, we are going to get out of here, but thank you for joining us today, and we love you, and shoot us an email at thatsaretrograde@gmail.com if you love us too. And find us on socials. And you could also leave a review on iTunes because we like to hear from you on a public forum as well. Anyway, namaste listening. Namaste listening. Yes, that's a retrograde.